I can't hear myself though. Can I hear myself? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, I can hear myself. Yo, it's week two and we in it again. Good morning. Let's do this. Yo, so I'm Clover, you know, at that crazy creative on IG. Hey, and this is Nick, uh, IG, just Nick underscore 91. All right. So how was your week? It was pretty eventful, actually. Well, not really, but it was eventful nonetheless. Uh, you know, I did the work thing, uh, you know, Super Bowl was yesterday. Um, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much it, but we're going to get into that in a little <laughs> while, so I don't want to, you know, give too much about it. Um yeah, but yeah, it was a pretty decent week. How about you? Well, I had a birthday. Hey, happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. So it was full of, like, birthday celebrations here, there, everywhere. Um, it was a really good time. I also shot a video for DJ Klo. So that was really fun. Uh, shout out to Eric, Alex, everyone involved. Um so that's really what I did on my birthday. And then early in the week, I was dealing with some internet issues. So I didn't really get much sleep because, you know, virtual school, making sure that the little one is well-educated and committed. Yeah, and I also attended a um, virtual comedy show with some, I guess, local Dallas uh, comedians. And that was cool. Oh, yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, where was this? Um, the Urban League put it on. Okay. And so it was like right before Super Bowl. And I was like, oh, let's like check it out. Mm -hmm. So we did that. It was pretty cool. Oh, that sounds dope. You should have told me about that. Yeah, it was like last minute. <laughs> <laughs> I got you next time, though. Bet. So uh, what I was seeing on uh, Facebook, because, you know, we do our Facebook, convers Facebook conversations um, I saw Gorilla Girl. Wait, Gorilla Glue Girl. What's that? She's the girl who um she was on TikTok. She I guess she ran out of the got to be glue and she likes to keep her hair in place, so she ended up getting Gorilla Glue and her hair has been in the same position for about a month. And yeah, so her hair looked done, but it's now starting to hurt her head. Yeah. Wait, so she put Gorilla Glue into her hair. Like. Yeah, Gorilla Glue. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't even got much to say. Yeah, so now Facebook is saying, hey, should Gorilla Glue say something? Um, is it copy, you know, copyright infringement? Like, basically, who is at fault? And me personally, I think she knew what she was doing. Like, she said, I ran out of got to be, I use this. And Gorilla Glue, we all know what Gorilla Glue is. Right, it's, it's legitimately, it's glue. You know, and it's a very strong glue. I'm just trying to figure out why she would have thought it was a good idea to put that in her hair. Yeah, I keep her style. Hmm. You think Gorilla Glue should make a, a statement or 
No. Silence is bliss. I mean, because if I were Gorilla Glue, the statement I would make would probably be pretty bad. And, you know, it, it would embarrass her. I mean, it was just like those kids swallowing Tide Pods. Why are you swallowing Tide Pods? I should even have to say anything. Thank you. You know, I mean, just like the girl who spilled the McDonald's cup on her. And then they had to go through talking about how hot their coffee was. But it's it's coffee. You expect it hot. If you would have spilled it on you and it would have been cold, you probably would have been upset that you had cold coffee if you ordered hot coffee. So, I mean, I don't I don't it's not up to a company to, you know, make sure that you're not stupid. I mean, facts. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, this is. Yeah, no, I can't. That's this. Yeah, no. Mm mm. What else is going on? All right. Uh, so let's see. Segwaying into our uh, questions and our concerns. I'm going to start that out with Cardi B. Baby dropped a new single. We've been waiting. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty lit song. I mean, I heard the song, seen the video. It was dope. Yeah. I don't know the rapper's name, but uh, he had a very similar song that I believe came out first. Yeah, I saw that, and um, I actually did see that. And if I'm not mistaken, like Cardi, she did a bit of a clap back to it where she or a fan reposted a live that she had back in August showing when she got the hook for that song. I mean, actually saying, you know, saying the if it's up, then it's up, you know, thing. And, you know, this is one thing that I've noticed that a lot of non-established artists do. Uh, they'll jump up and say someone stole their song when nine times out of ten, they didn't even write that hook themselves. They probably either got it off the Internet somewhere or um, they just heard it and they 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 tried to use it. Yeah, and they didn't steal. She didn't. From what I've seen, she didn't steal a song. There were no verses or, you know, or lines or bars that were borrowed that anybody should have actually written you know so i don't think that anything's gonna come from that i think they just needed to get some clout for their own music and so they heard that hook that they that they used as well and, and they went ahead and did it because i'm pretty sure like she had went through and said like future also used the same one on the song some time ago and then she said like four or five other artists uh said the same thing so obviously the the hook's been floating around for a minute Imagine you thought you was going to get paid from something that everybody else is doing. And dang, she's like, bro, it's a popular. Yeah, that's exactly what she said. She was like, everybody say that. So yeah, I, I mean, I copied eight songs. Like, <laughs> Right. Yeah. She kind of went on there and clowned. I mean, and that's the thing I think about, you know, like what that's why I'm so big. On, I like a lot of artists who write a, a lot of music, who write most of their music. Um, I at least respect them a lot more. Um, but, you know, it's a hook. It's not like it was the actual, like, her verses or anything like that. Not that she really had that, you know, like, heavy verses on the song. Like, she wasn't, like, the song wasn't bar heavy. It was just, a, you know, it was just supposed to be, like, some top 40, you know, like a little radio banger to promote whatever she has, whatever project she has coming out, you know. So, I mean, yeah, but that's why I like more artists who who write a bit more. Yeah, so moving on to um, a young Samir Bava Woods, also known as Little Uzi Vert. <laughs> I never knew that was his name. You know, I like I like Samir S Y M E R E. I think that's 
Same year? Same year? Something like that. Yeah, works for me. I would have kept that. Anywho, he got uh, um, a new, he got like this, I guess this, is it like a a diamond looking like Thanos embedded into his head? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) is that the trend? That's the new thing? I mean, yeah, it's like rose quartz or something like that. It's it's pretty. I don't want to use the word cool, but let me see it. Interesting. Check it out. Let you look at that. Oh, that's huge. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. That's a no for me. Like that. That's definitely a no for me. I thought you were about to show me like one of those little piercings or something like that that people will get like in their on their chest, like neck area. That is a huge no for me. It like Ten somebody carat busted his head diamond. Open. Like it looked like somebody split his head wide open. That's what that looks like. That looks I mean, you know, hey, everybody got their thing, and when you're famous, you can do things like that. You know, I mean, especially given that his music's not really great anyway. So things like that pretty would, would help out, you know, <laughs> imagine waking up in the morning, like, yo, what you doing today? I'm gonna go get a, I think I'm gonna go get a diamond in my head. I think that's the wave. I think that's the move. Trying to create some new stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I kind of here for, I'm here for originality. I mean, I'm excited to see what's going to happen next. And then I can, I'm I'm excited for in like 10 years when he's like removing it and his mama (laughs) is going to be like, Plies, mama, my baby's back. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's definitely original. Um, I've never seen anything like it, never heard of anything like it. So, I mean, yeah, it's pretty original look. Yeah, it is. Um, So, you know, we got to touch on a little politics and we're all wanting our stimulus. So... It might be coming. I mean, they keep having meetings about it, so we really ain't got much to say other than they closer to figuring out when and what. I just got the last one, I think last week. Hit. The the $600 one. Yeah, I got that last week. And, uh, yeah, I waited for a while for that one. Um, But, you know, hey, if they're going to be giving out more money, then please send all of it my way. Um. Shortest. What is it? Fourteen hundred. This. Yeah, fourteen hundred. Okay. Yeah, I could. You know, always use an extra fourteen hundred. Mix that with your tax return. Oh yes, I think the filing date for taxes is coming up too, right? February fourteenth. Yeah, I think so. So get your taxes done, folks. Get it done early. Yeah, I mean, you know, this whole stimulus thing is it's pretty dope. I mean, they they're doing something to try to help people out right now. I'm pretty sure you had a lot of Republicans basically saying, you know, why are we still, you know, sending money out to people who are working, you know, and things like that. Like they we don't need to be sending um stimulus packages out to people like that. And I was actually on LinkedIn last night. Um and I'm trying to remember who that was. I'm pretty sure he's on that uh, that show where they come up with the businesses, and then uh, Shark Tank is the name of the show, and they uh, and they go through and see if they can get funding for their business ideas from the four investors that are there, 
and one of them yesterday or whenever he posted it, I just happened to see it last night was saying, you know, like, you know, we shouldn't be giving stimulus checks to people who are actually working still. Um, and the money that we are using to bail out airlines and, um, and businesses that shouldn't require the bailout should be used to getting unemployment benefits higher for people who actually lost work and are losing income due to the pandemic. Um, and the research and the release of the COVID vaccine. Mm. Um, so that's what he's saying. He was saying, you know, the rollout of the vaccine was very sloppy and that we need to be using this money towards you know getting that taken care of and helping out the individuals who actually need help and not just you know just shelling out money to people who are working I mean and I can see you know part of that but based on the you know the Republicans view of um, poverty and income levels they are a lot lower than what you know the liberals um the liberals identify as you know needing help during the pandemic because i'm pretty sure the republicans and this is probably why it's still uh getting reviewed right now republican side was that anybody making i think any individual making less than 40 a year and couples making less than 80 if i'm not mistaken should get the check and everybody else pretty much was you know it was just kind of like no um you know and it's i think it's a lot easier to say that when your income by yourself is probably 200k mm -hmm. you know um but cost of living is not cheap <laughs> you know so realistically even making 80k uh is not does not mean you're living comfortably, you know, that just part. depending on, you know, where you live, you, um, you know, what you have going on. Exactly. Um, especially given that this pandemic was something that kind of just happened, you know, and a lot of people As had to. Do. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people had to try to adjust, you know, what they had going on. And yeah. So, I mean, I think their income level is a bit low, um, you know, uh, Republicans is, I mean, the Democratic side is a bit high, but, you know, I think that, um, I think that they're doing, you know, they're going to try to do the best they can. Uh, they'll probably wind up passing it, you know, um, and then trying to get the checks out. I remember last week they were, when they, when it came out, they were saying that they were going to try to get them out by next week if they can get this passed. So yeah, I'm excited because I'll take another 1400. That's, you know, <laughs> I will too. So let's get into the Super Bowl, though. Hey. Seven rings. <laughs> I mean, hey, last week I said I'll be rooting for Tom. Uh, this is definitely the year, the season of your older athletes winning. Um, I mean, you have LeBron's up there in age. Tom Brady's up there in age. Uh, they had Michael Phelps up there in age. Both Serena and Venus moved on to the second round in the Australian Open yesterday. Um, Serena being 39, Venus being 40. So, and I think Venus is like the second oldest woman on the tour. So, I mean, yeah, this experience is, beats. Uh, what's it called? Youth again. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's pretty dope seeing all of these older athletes playing 
and winning at the level that they're playing and competing at right now. I mean, just to go out there and watch Tom Brady, you know, go play like he did, you know, and still be able to go lead a team and not just a team, but a new team on his brand new first year, you know, being there. Um, and, you know, there was a lot of controversy behind previous Tom Brady Super Bowls as far as, you know, cheating and what was going on and, you know, deflating footballs. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, yeah, there is no, there is, there's nothing that you can really say. This man has seven Super Bowl rings and not to mention his role to the Super Bowl this year was against all great quarterbacks. I mean, in this order, he beat Drew Brees with the uh, Saints then the following week came back and beat Aaron Rodgers with the Packers. And then, you know, Patrick Mahomes yesterday with Kansas City. And um, but the game came down to the defense, the uh, the immaturity of Kansas City on the field. A lot of people were complaining about the refs, you know, giving the game up to Tom Brady in the first half. But just watching the game, you know, I was just like, this is fundamental football and going up, grabbing and holding, you know, in the, you know, out in the field, it just shouldn't happen. These are mistakes that you shouldn't be making at this level of the game, you know, so you get paid all this money to go out there and get all those penalties and you expect it to not get called, you know, like that's just, you know, it's a bit ridiculous. And then towards the end, um, Kansas city's offense and defense just kind of, yeah, they just fell apart. Um, and you know, Patrick Mahomes, shout out to him. Uh, he's a, you know, he's a hell of an athlete, great quarterback. Uh, so he still has a, a huge future ahead of him. Um, he's accurate. He can, you know, so yeah, I, it was, it was entertaining. Uh, it sucks that he couldn't, you know, get his game going like he normally does yesterday. It would have made the game a bit more exciting, but it was actually, you know, it was fun going out and it was good to go out and see Tom Brady perform at the level he performed at last night. Yeah, it was it was really dope. I mean, Tom, then the oldest coach, what, 60, 68? Something like that, and He yeah. looked pretty good, too. I mean, it's definitely dope seeing, you know, them breaking these stereotypes that you have to be young. So it's kind of like you ain't ever too old. You ain't ever too young. You got the talent. You got the skill. You can make it happen. Don't think that... It, Everyone can, but, you know, hard work, dedication pays off, and that's definitely what that's shown. So it was definitely inspiring to watch. And, I mean, Tom looks good. Like, he looks young. Like, he <laughs> looks happy. He looks useful. Definitely positive vibes. Like, yeah, I'm I mean, here for it. his concentration, his leadership, you know, all of that on the field is dope. I mean, from what I was hearing, he was calling like team meetings at 5 a.m. to watch film, you know, uh, just to prepare for the Super Bowl. Apparently he <laughs> kicked all his family and stuff out the house and kind of was just like by himself. Yeah, I heard about that yesterday, actually um, watching Serena's interview. They were asking her, they was like, yeah, Tom pretty much has a, a he pretty much kicked everybody out of the house to prepare for the Super Bowl. And she was like, yeah, I couldn't do that. She because she has a three year old, you know, so she was like, I, she said she would go crazy and be depressed without her kid but um everybody prepares different i remember playing football 
um, to prepare for games, it was always like my dad would just hype us up. Like we listened to, I mean, it'd be like listening to Eminem, like, and we would just be on the field. Music I would just be in the corner of a field by myself, just with my headphones on, just like listening to music, getting hyped up. That's how I always prepared um, right before games. Um, so, I mean, I can definitely see getting in that headspace was, it, it was important. And you can tell he was spot on last night. Like he, he didn't concentrate on anything but the offense, you know? So he, he came to play and it was good to see, him actually with a defense that can that could back him up when he wasn't on the field. Cause looking at his previous Super Bowls, like he worked hard for those. This one looked pretty easy given that he actually had a running back that could run a football. He had time from an offensive line and he had a defense that played It looked like they were able to have fun with the game. Like, like yeah, yeah, it wasn't stressful it was, for him. Yeah. And I guess that's an easy win. It's always a good it looked win. Pretty easy. Yeah. You know, it, it definitely looked a bit easy for him out there. But I mean it was it was a great game uh for him. It looked a little boring to people, you know, to a lot of people. But I mean, it was it was all right. Uh but Let's talk about the pre-show. I mean, I guess it's not the pre-show, but America the Beautiful with her, her man. She, she came she came out there. You know what I'm saying? One. Guitar. But say I'm pretty sure that was the only instrument I seen the entire night. Um uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but she she killed it. You know what I'm saying? And she she sang at a level I don't think I've ever even heard her sing. Um, I don't think I've ever heard her use her voice the way she used it last night in live, you know, so that's, and I've always loved her. She's been writing music and stuff for a long time since she was a kid. Um, she ran, she won a Grammy off of a, off of a, what, technically a mixtape EP. So, mm-hmm. I mean, she, you know, she, she's dope. I mean, I, I really like her. She's cold. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, and Amanda and her poem, like, yeah, we, we touched on Amanda last week, you know, with the inauguration, but, I mean, she made history again. You know, it's Black History Month. You know, we're going to shout out to that. Um, so she made history again by going out and being the first poet to ever perform ever. at the Super Bowl. I mean, that's that's huge. You know what I mean? And um, I think when a lot of people heard about Jay-Z heading entertainment for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. they were upset, especially given that the climate at the time with, you know, with Cap. But... He is uh, he's using his platform well, you know, he's using his platform very well. And, you know, um, you know, he's getting people he's getting voices out that typically hadn't been out before, you know, to actually go out there and do this. And I'm actually happy uh, so far for the past two Super Bowls, you know, to I'm actually I was I'm happy with the entertainment that's been that's been there. Yeah, I mean, I was that poem was inspiring for me. It was what I didn't even know I needed <laughs> in a sense. It was really good. And then we have uh Jasmine Sullivan and Eric Church. That was a duet I didn't really know I needed. You know, it was it was pretty good. I found um Jasmine looking over trying to uh <laughs> she was really trying to do this duet thing last night. I found her looking <laughs> over a few times like, hey UK, where you at? You know what I'm saying? Like cause yeah, you I mean, sing too. they were just on, they were on separate parts. Not that he didn't sound good. I don't think the national anthem should ever be a duet again. Just given <laughs> that they just, you know, um, 
they weren't they didn't they didn't blend well together. You know, I liked They're, it. No, um, I found that she was like she was waiting to like hit notes. You know, because you know, uh, I mean, let's be honest. The the standard for the national anthem, you know, especially amongst us uh, African Americans, is Whitney's performance. And so to to go up there and watch her have to hold back on parts where she wasn't trying to, you know, she was really trying to get up there and sing a bit. And yeah, I don't really think she was allowed to really let go like she wanted to. I mean, it's, it was good though, but yeah, I definitely think she should have had a chance to do a solo. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, this is Gene on the scene here, Gene behind the scenes here. I do agree with, uh, with, with what just Nick is saying. Um, I don't think there should be another duet again, and I do feel she probably should have did it by herself. But I will say, um, on Eric Church's behalf, how do you, how do you add um, vocally to uh, such a beast yes. like Jasmine Sullivan? Yes. That's <laughs> the thing. What do you do? No matter how great right. of a singer you are as a male singer, typically you be a dope you, background singer. Yeah, you can't out do the woman and if he were to try to i believe that might not have been great um had they both been up there trying to wail on this song um and i think he did just the uh, the right amount of um they could have did that alicia stuff. keys and uh a background singer <laughs> no i don't i don't i don't think i don't think i wanted to see that at the super bowl <laughs> sorry about that clover I, I do not agree with that yeah, no, that didn't uh, that didn't translate live too well either. Now that I think about it, um, it really didn't. Even when she sang with Usher, I'm pretty sure she she killed him too. Now that I think about it, so I mean, generally speaking, one women's voices mature a lot faster than guys do, and so like you you have you know women they peak way higher. So when they're working with guys, especially if the guys are younger. Um, then yeah and then Jasmine's voice in general even before she peaked was still already very strong you know and sounded amazing so yeah there was a lot he had a lot to work up to yeah and I think we um, because you know I'm a singer myself but as a man a male singer we don't the agility is is nice to have but I think that you know when you go to churches or when you just look for uh, singing wise you typically want to hear the woman you know Right. do the, the acrobats and the runs and the ups and downs and stuff. Men, I mean, think about some of the greatest male vocalists, uh, Luther Vandross and Marvin Gaye. They didn't do all of that. It's like men, we, I don't know, I don't think people really want to see men do, sing like a woman in right. a sense. Right, right. And it's kind of, we like to see the agility from women. We love uh, when Casey do it though. Well, Casey's kind of, <laughs> you know, Casey hooping and hollering, which is a little <laughs> different, you know. It's it's growling and you know aggression, not really acrobats of up and down and the the, the a lot of runs, but you know. Facts, facts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of men jumping up there doing a bunch of runs, and it's just not my favorite thing to hear. It actually kind of starts to sound like crying when you <laughs> a bit like I used to hate listening to Trey Song sing when he was younger. <laughs> So I'm guessing you wasn't a big fan of uh, what the weekend was doing at the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, that was. He tried a couple of notes. I mean, no, he hit 
the notes that he was supposed to hit when he was, I mean, you know, he did what he was supposed to do. His voice isn't bad. His performance and his and him just jumping up doing a Super Bowl performance was not something I think that we needed at all. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm really enjoying, you know, the trying to get everyone included and involved. But in, especially in a time in music where the biggest asset any musician can have right now is touring, you know, so being able to show that you can perform because the studio thing is just, you know, it's not what it used to be. People aren't buying music like they used to. So, I mean, but yeah, that performance itself, I don't think it belonged at the Super Bowl. Oh, the memes. Oh, me. Nothing, though. I... <laughs> I mean, I'm here for it because it was, it was a social media moment, like the memes, and it was so funny because I was telling uh, behind the scenes jeans, I was like, bro, like when them things came out, it looked like the tethers, and then I saw the meme, and I was like, yes, I'm not the only one because they was in that room mirror thing and I was like this is giving me us (laughs) us vibes I said he was inspired let him bring out Jordan Peele (laughs) that would have been an epic moment for me and they would have all held hands like in the movie (laughs) like let me be on creative direction I would have done it you would have I would have been like we gonna hold hands like in the movie I knew what he was going for but it was tethered vibes yeah it was um the performance itself, it, you know, I think you and I were on the phone uh, when I said it. You know, it was like this would be a, you know, a pretty cool like, uh, like a VMA performance, you know, an award show, you know, thing. But um, as far as the Super Bowl, like, I, I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't pay to go see the weekend. Uh, and there are some artists that I like that I still wouldn't go see live just because one, I don't think that their music would, you know, would translate live very well, or they're just, they just don't have the personality of somebody I would like to go see, you know? So like, I won't see most rappers live, you know, um, enjoyed seeing Kanye West live, you know, I mean, um, he's, he's right. an artist. No, for sure. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I went to the watch the throne concert, he and Jay-Z, um, and it was, hell of a show you know they were very fun to watch live you know so i mean there are some artists that that are made to be in front of crowds and then there are some who are not and yeah and just based off the performance yesterday you know um i just don't think that was the performance for a crowd you know so yeah i mean that's where i'm gonna leave it with that i mean it was it was cool uh i I enjoyed the blinding lights performance yeah That that was yeah that was nice i mean i like that song a lot in general so i mean it was you know it, it it I mean it came out all right so that's yeah. what I got. I mean it was really ballsy of him though. He he said this is my moment. He didn't bring out no performance, no secret anything. Right. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh okay, confidence, love it. But uh, I actually really like the weekend, and I agree. Like mm-hmm. I'm like eh, and but he did announce his tour for 2022, I, and I saw that. You know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be in there. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I, I want to be there. I'm going to be at the Blinding Lights tour, so. 
what is it like the what's the name of it what uh i think they came up with like after hours or something like yeah that. after hours mm-hmm. so that's the name of the album i think yeah so that makes oh sense. that's the name of his album yeah okay yeah so i mean i heard that one i just legit didn't know that was the name of it it's a good album <laughs> yeah so you know i want to go so yeah but yeah so um you gonna use your degree for a minute <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's use the degree. Um, right now, uh, they were predicting that, you know, with all of the, um, the inconsistencies in the market the past couple of weeks, that it's going to fall, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so pay attention to that. If you are investing, um, that it actually is a good time to invest. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure Robin Hood just got sued, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say... You know, don't use Robin Hood. Uh, but like anything else, it's smart to put your money in multiple places. So uh, a couple of pla- a couple of the things that I use to invest. Uh, one, I use Fidelity. I have a Roth IRA and I go through and I buy investments with that. I use that to trade stocks. Um, I use Stash. Uh, with Stash, you more it's kind of like a 401k in a sense. You just put money there and you tell them what you want to invest in. So you can invest in um, weapons, you can invest in healthcare, you can invest in real estate, and you don't have to necessarily invest in a particular company. Uh, you just invest in a market itself. And that's what I do with Stash. And like I have investments with Stash that have grown like 200 and like 14%, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and I don't know which companies themselves they've invested the money into, but um, it's, you can still, you know, you still have ownership and whatever they, you know, whatever they invested the money in. So, you know, I did like technology, real estate, um, American, uh, was it American automakers, I think, uh, stuff like that. So it was just, you know, and it's a good thing to have a, a decent mix. So just in case, you know, one market's down, uh, other markets may be performing well. Um, I want to say uh, the uh, the NAS DAQ is up right now, 79 points. Uh, the New York Stock Exchange is up 100 points. And then Dow Jones is up 158 uh, so just pay attention to what you have going today. Uh, if you are making some money and you are confident that, you know, the market's going to go down, hey, maybe a good day to trade or sell. Um, and you usually can look at, you know, like Yahoo's Finance, um, Morningstar, things like that to figure out uh, if it's a good idea to buy and trade certain stocks. Uh, so, yeah, just take the time. Go check it out. If you have stocks, um, if you have any investments, look at them and then see what you may want to do. Awesome, awesome. So, um, guess we're on the end. So, I'm going to close out with my anything extra. And I just want to say um, a big F you mm-hmm. to the Rochester Police Department for pepper spraying a nine-year-old girl. I mean, what's what's wrong with cops? I mean, that's a huge F you. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, why? Please yeah. explain why Especially we're Especially that police children. department. They right. stay in it. Like, she's nine and then have the audacity to tell her, you're acting like a child. Well, sir, I am. Right. <laughs> like, literally what she said. I am a child. Like, legally, I am still a minor. You know, I'm a child. Yeah. At nine. I mean, and just in general, why are you pepper spraying her? It, even if it was an adult of some sort, like, are we, are we, 
attacking people who are not capable of defending themselves. That part. And why? Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. It's just F you. F you. I mean... <laughs> I mean, you know, and actually I'm going to use that to segue because we're talking about police right now. Um, right now, the government is looking to figure out if they are going to start making cops have to have warrants before walking into people's homes and confiscating weapons. Um, and I'm guessing it's whether it's, you know, they have I'm, I'm pretty sure it's unregistered weapons, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, it's. It's kind of like, all right, well, what do you say about that? You know, I mean, I personally think you should have to have a warrant to walk into someone's house regardless. Period. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you that. don't have a warrant, you're not looking in my car. You're not walking in my home. Um, and, you know, one thing I'll say about that uh, for anyone, uh, never if you open a door for a cop, uh, never step out of your house. They are not allowed to take you out of it. So without any probable cause or a warrant. So I will say that you do not have to listen to a cop stepping in your home. If they need to talk to you and it's something that important, you can gladly invite them in or keep them at the door. But you do not have to talk to a cop at your door. Got it. Remember mm -hmm. but, that. But yeah, I mean, as far as the needing a warrant thing, you know, it's like, yeah, they should always have to have a warrant to enter into your home, take anything or whatever, whatever the case may be. Yeah, the fact that that's even a discussion is a problem for me. Like, of course, I mean, right. yeah, you my need to have some reason to be in my home. You're at my door. You should have been prepared before coming in here. Protect and serve is like, mm. right. I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, we out. Hey, thanks for listening. Um, Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, again, uh, this is Just Nick. Follow me on IG at Just Nick underscore 91. I'm that crazy creative. We're out. <laughs>